0: Hello, nerds, and welcome to the Mostly Nintendo podcast, Woo! aka episode 66 of the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast, <laughs> and possibly a backdoor pilot for something. But uh, <laughs> uh, we are recording on Thursday, September 24th, 2020, and I am one of your hosts, fresh from the forests of Minnesota. Literally. Chris Stern. This week, we're going to be talking Super Mario 64. and just Super Mario 64. Um, (laughs) Joining me today for the podcast is my princess protecting plumber pal and regular co-host, and also one of the backbones of the podcast, AJ ID. AJ, how are you doing today?
1: That's me. I'm doing pretty well. I have not been in the forest, but I'm a little bit jealous of your camping time. So um, how were the bugs out there? Did you get attacked by any Minnesota mosquitoes?
0: Apparently, we found a magical, magical place called Whitewater State Park, where there are no mosquitoes. What? I did I'm not get a there. single mosquito bite.
1: My goodness. That is the opposite of the last camping experience I had, which sadly was last summer. Oof.
0: May I recommend Whitewater State Park in beautiful Minnesota as yeah. your next camping location? There were literally no mosquitoes. It was yeah, magical. It that was um, amazing. Yeah, it was really fun. Um John is taking a week off uh, to spend some time with his family and be supportive over there. Um, His wife had an ER visit last week and uh, still is needing some more support at home. So please send some positive thoughts his way, send some, you know, encouraging tweets and um, I'm sure he would appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we'll have him back next week. Um,
1: Absolutely. We don't want to be too alarmist. We think everything's fine. We just want to give some time to heal.
0: Yeah, Definitely. We're going to jump right into the lowdown. If you want to be a part of a conversation or have a pressing question for us that you want us to weigh in on, you can reach us at MNGamersPodcast on Twitter. If you don't use Twitter, you can send us an email the old-fashioned way to podcast at MostlyNormalGamers.com. We've updated our website, MostlyNormalGamers.com. You can go check it out. It's still a work in progress, but it's slightly different now. (laughs) And finally, you can sign up for the new newsletter, Mostly Normal Monthly. The first issue went out, I believe, uh, last week on Monday. It can be found at mngamers.substack.com if you want to check it out. I believe you can subscribe there. You can also subscribe on our website. um, And we will be sending out one in another two-ish weeks here for for the October issue.
1: My goodness, I better get on that.
0: I know, me too. I'm going to try and review Final Fantasy VII definitively. Oh, I like that. Just as a teaser for everyone. So um, this week, uh, we're going to record a shorter podcast, and we're just going to celebrate Super Mario 64. I mean, I'll be celebrating it. I don't know how you feel, AJ, but AJ and I have both been playing it in the Super Mario 3D All-Stars collection that just came out on Switch, and I am simultaneously like in love with Super Mario 64 right now and also very, very infuriated with how bad I am at <laughs> it.
1: I definitely understand that. I did play Super Mario 64 back in the day, like at my friend's house. I'd never owned an N64, but I played a lot of it. Like I remembered pretty much the first like seven courses or something like that. I knew where most of the stars were already.
0: Oh, wow. So you yeah. you like really dug into it.
1: Yeah, well, I beat Super Mario 64 already. <laughs> I didn't and- collect yeah, I didn't collect every star, but um I got like 72 or something like that. I think you need 70 to unlock spoiler alert to unlock like Bowser's last door. Bowser's
0: last door. So yeah we shouldn't worry at all about spoiling this game. That's like literally 24 years Yeah. Old. And um, I don't think
1: that is really just, yeah. that's just how to unlock a door. Yeah.
0: But, um, so you're like triple the star count as I am. I, um, because I was camping, I only got to, I think I played one. I picked up one star while I was camping. Cause I was like not ready to go to bed. And then, um, I really dove into it. I think last night I stayed up a little bit late and was just like having so much fun. Like, Um, My history with the game is that I had a friend who was a little bit older than me who I'd watch play it all the time. And I would like play around with like having Mario jump around in the courtyard where it starts out, but mm -hmm. really didn't play that much of it growing up. And then I got pretty far into the DS remake, but that almost feels like a completely different game when I look back on it with this, because the controls are just so much better when you don't have to use a thumbstick pad Um, And a touch screen to control the game. Yeah. Um, It's like a, it's much better being able to use a joystick. I am finding some of the controls to feel a little bit finicky. And that's just a me problem. Like I'm trying to get this. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm trying really hard to get this um, red coin star that's in the first Bowser course.
1: Oh, I never got that one. I gave up.
0: I'm just, I'm really mad because I got all seven of them, except for the one that's at the very, very start. And then I was like super, super high up and was looking down and this was like my first go at the level. And I was like crushing it. I made it all the way to the end. Basically I got seven of the eight coins and I just looked down and I see it taunting me back at the very, very beginning that, of it. By
1: that, like, flamethrower thing? You can tell I tried a few times.
0: Oh, no, it's not even that one. So oh okay. the flamethrower one seems like it's the first one, but you actually have to hit the switch that's underneath the flamethrower and run back to the very start of the level, and there's one oh. that's, like, floating off the level
1: over there as well. Okay, see, I never even made it that far. I think I only got six then because... I, there was one other one that I didn't get. I kept falling off at the one where the seesaws. Yes. And I, finally I was just like, screw this. I'm just going to beat Bowser.
0: <laughs> so those are like the two last ones and I keep dying at those. So I already beat, Bo- I, I beat Bowser and I'm like revisiting this level because I have it under my skin that I have successfully collected all of these and I just need <laughs> to be able to do it again, which is getting into my head and making me mess
1: up and play poorly. <laughs> it's a vicious uh, cycle, AJ. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling.
0: Um, but I, I'm really delighted with this game and I don't know if you want to talk about like the bigger perspective of like 3d Mario all-stars as kind of like a bare bones package of just like,
1: yeah, we might as well touch on it. I've seen the comparison floating around a lot to crash bandicoot's remake and how they like literally remade all three games from the ground up and only charged $40 for it yeah um and then this is just the exact same games i get, i shouldn't say the exact same i think they have like a, what did they call it like hd I, I think they maybe you know the word that they use for it they called it something enhancement
0: they they um remastered mario sunshine to be in a uh, widescreen instead of four by three because it was originally mm-hmm. in four by three on the gamecube okay um but and I guess, um, I was reading Twitter and I guess maybe they like changed the inversion of the controls and there's no way to change it back in sun sunshine. I haven't toyed around with sunshine oh, or well, I yet.
1: in the game. I, I want to touch a little bit on sunshine later. Cause I have started it. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to get into it yet. So
0: for sure. So I just want a quick hit on like, so you've, you've completed, you know, you've gotten through the final Bowser fight and like, it would just yeah. be like cleanup at this point. Mm-hmm. um there's actually
1: is... i think the one of the last courses i only got one star on like i really? completed enough of the early ones that i like had them like i think there's an entire course that i barely even touched
0: you banked a bunch that's what i tend to do yeah. um especially in like galaxy back in the day i just like was very completionist minded mm-hmm. at first and then like slowly would trail off as the levels actually got hard
1: <laughs> well i got to about star like 51 or 52 on my own and then it just really came to a crawl and i'm like i only need 18 more to finish this stupid game yeah because <laughs> at this point i was like i just want to get to sunshine because i've that, 64 is the only one i played and i just as like a completionist and paying you know 60 dollars for these three games i figured i should play it anyway mm-hmm and it's the first time I played it by myself all the way through every other time has been like trading off controllers and stuff like that. So um, yeah, like
0: this is, this is also like, I mean, knock on wood, right. I'm, (laughs) I'm already running into like feeling like the second wave of levels is, is kind of a difficulty jump over the first wave. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm hoping that this is like the first time that I actually beat this game. I'm already finding like that feeling of like, you know, that there are secrets in it because it's a Mario game. But like, this is the first 3D Mario game that's really felt like the secrets are the way that they were in like the first Mario, like Super Mario Bros or in Mario World, like Super Mario World or Mario 3, like where it's like, you'll just randomly like jump in a wall and there's a hidden level. Yeah. Um, And a lot of that's like you read a sign and it tells you how to kind of do that. But like, I'm trying to think like, there's one where you just like, Oh, there's like a little hole up there. And if I jump up there on this side, there's a a life. But if I jump up in the hole on the other side of the room, it's a completely separate level where I'm swimming around collecting coins and it's awesome. And the music's incredible. (laughs) Um, and I feel like Odyssey had some of that like magic in it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't feel like it's the same, like you're just literally finding like what feels like it's like completely hidden as a secret, secret, secret.
1: Yeah, Odyssey's magic was like, you get to be a fucking dinosaur. Like, like whatever, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Like,
0: I don't know. And the other thing that I think is really interesting, like looking back at this with like, you know, adult eyes, 20 plus years after it came out was like Mm -hmm. how abstract all of these levels are for the most part, especially early on that too. Like, (laughs) um, I was like circling back to the Bowser level I was talking about with the one coin that I can't get. Um, Mm -hmm. There's this section where if you're like looking for all of the red coins, you kind of walk along a narrow pathway that just like is floating in space. And then you end up on like a thumbtack that's inverted (laughs) and it has an electric orb spinning around it. And there's like no context (laughs) for it, but I kind of love that.
1: Oh yeah. There's like no context for a lot of stuff. Like, the game just is kind of is like at the very beginning i don't know if you notice this but you just kind of are there and it's like the princess is gone but it doesn't doesn't tell you anything you just have to like go into the first door and find the first level like by yourself and jump in like without any indication whatsoever of like that you're even trying to collect stars (laughs) yeah it's
0: like you can find toads that'll kind of be like here's a a lot of explanation of this but Mm -hmm. um the like it's you don't have to talk to anything. You don't have to read any signs. Um, frankly, it's kind of hard to read the signs and talk to it people because it's tied to the same button as jump. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I feel like I have a really positive like perspective on this game because it it's like simultaneously incredibly nostalgic for me and also like brand new feeling because I mm-hmm. haven't played it over and over again the way that a lot of people have. Um, yeah. And it's also really cool as a historical artifact to be like, this is one of the first times that people had to like conceptualize 3d space in a
1: video game
0: on consoles.
1: I was trying to put myself in that headspace, like when it was first starting and it kind of like pans out and then like circles around the castle. And then you meet like the cameraman and stuff, which I thought it was an interesting concept that they made the cameraman a character. Cause like,
0: Right. Because, like, it's like. No one
1: would think of that now.
0: <laughs> but, like, in that framework of, like, it's 1997 in the US, 1996 in Japan, mm-hmm. I think is the timing. Like, there was never control of a camera in another game that way, f- from Nintendo's perspective at the very least. And so right. they're like, the camera is literally being controlled by a character, and you're, like, moving the camera angles around from this cameraman perspective of the Lockheed. It's so it's so smart it's like yeah we need to teach you that that this is something that's floating and you can move it and maneuver it anyways
1: i no i'm with you it's kind of unbelievable if you think about it because it's just realizing that that's the first experience people have with that is just kind of it's kind of cool to think about (laughs)
0: yeah i do like reflect back and think like okay like what date was like wolfenstein 3d or whatever right because like Mm -hmm. i'm sure that that's maybe a little bit earlier but certainly like for people who are like i'm a nintendo kid like i play nintendo games just mind-blowing so yeah. i do want to touch on sunshine though because that's a game that i have a lot more
1: familiarity oh, wait, hold with on. Before, we,
0: I mean, before we before go. we
1: do that i want to know what your favorite level is so far i know you've only made it through like half of them so far or something i guess i don't know how many stages there are but
0: yeah so what's i've your seen favorite so far My favorite is the ghost house. I don't know exactly what it's called, but like the big boo, (laughs) big boo's haunt, big boo's haunt is amazing. And I always (laughs) hate, like you have to understand, like I've played a lot of the 2d Mario games Mm -hmm. and like, I always struggled with the ghost house. Like the boo houses were so, so irritating and big boo's haunt is like really cool.
1: It is really cool. And it's cool how you fight or how you get into the level which it does get a little annoying that you have to fight the ghost every fucking time you have to go in there. But, right. And um, that's like
0: very clearly <laughs> like an artifact of the time. Like I really wish it was like you punch the ghost once and it drops this weird bird cage. That yeah. Has, like, like the thing that I love about this game is like outside of the weird abstraction of like, what is this level that I'm doing this puzzle run in is like, who thought of like, like think about like the horror concept of like, yeah, there's an entire haunted mansion inside of a birdcage that's inside of a ghost and you and, can go explore it, but you have to attack the ghost first.
1: Yeah. It's, it's super cool. And when you get into that hallway and booze, like, Oh, like super big in the hallway or whatever. That's pretty cool too. I know <laughs> it's uh,
0: the whole, like it, it's so cool to see how interconnected that space is. And like, think about how that's like, how... anyways, I, I could go on. Um, yeah, did I you guess, have like um, a favorite level in the game?
1: I, my favorite, I, and I go back and forth between a few. I, I had, okay. First of all, big boo is, is cool, but there's one star in that, that I had the most fucking trouble with. And uh maybe we'll talk about it later. I don't know if you've gotten to this one yet.
0: Is it the library um, book one? Cause I couldn't figure that
1: out. Yet. Oh no. It's the one before that. It's the, the balcony. Oh, have you done that one where you just f- punch the boo yeah but then the, th- the fucking star goes on the roof and i like couldn't get up there i must have fought a
0: different boo
1: okay well maybe it's a different one like this one there's there's another boo on the balcony it's just the same boo that you fight him on the balcony but then the star goes on top of the roof and you have to like long jump over to the side and then like to run up the ramp to get up there and it's like oh, really weird. hard Dude, i found out that you can change the camera so that it's like uh third person like right behind mario and then i was able to like get a run up it and get up okay. but i fell so many times that like i think i fought that boo probably seven times i
0: mean i fell a lot i ended up like accidentally walking back in the room a lot but i fell off and then went back in the main area and there was a boo that i fought that gave me a star so i just thought that that continued the fight
1: inside yeah i think that i think there's a separate one
0: okay that's so weird okay i have to go back and fight him because i get to him all the time like i I can do that with my eyes closed at this point
1: yeah but i But that fights hard
0: because it's like you're falling off this tiny platform
1: oh yeah and the door does make it hard and it's annoying because if you punch them once and then go through the door it comes back and it resets to three
0: yeah it exactly <laughs> it's it's real real yeah. mean
1: <laughs> but my favorite uh was jolly roger bay the oh yeah the, the pirate themed one with the underwater stuff and i just and it's kind of the same with you i hate the underwater levels in the 2d versions but for some reason, I really enjoy swimming around to like the peaceful music in in sixty four.
0: No, yeah, like Jolly Roger Bay's music is awesome. I only mm-hmm. got one star from there so far, but I, I'm like planning on going back to the earlier levels and kind of like poking and prodding more.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you'll have to at some point if you want the
0: music in that level is incredible.
1: Yeah, it's really so, good. So,
0: speaking of games with incredible music, talk to me a little bit about what you're thinking of Sunshine before we sign off.
1: So I went straight from like beating 64 and have like this awesome experience and like super great nostalgia, nostalgia. And it was an awesome, great feeling to beat them. And it was like challenging. And then I get to sunshine and I'm like, Oh, this is charming. Oh, it has this like weird mechanic where I have to like spray everything with water. Like, okay, that's cool. I guess I can get over that. And then it's like, just like hard enough to control that. It's like, frustrating as hell like I had this one thing happen to me where like that you were just saying before where I collected all eight stars or all eight coins and all I had to do was like walk up this tightrope to this platform and then like grab the star and Mm -hmm. I couldn't jump off the rope onto this platform it was like impossible like the physics of the game like made it impossible for me to do it that way and then I realized that I could like just jump and kind of like control my momentum a little bit with like the water jets that you can use as a jet pack. Yeah. So once I figured out that I could kind of stop myself with those, I was able to do it, but it's like, it's not giving me the satisfaction that 64 did. And it's also like way more complicated.
0: It is way more complicated for sure.
1: Yeah. So it's like they added all this unnecessary shit in there that like, I don't know. It's just, I'm only 10 shy, shines in or whatever they're called. <laughs> so I'm hoping I'll like learn to like love its charm and it'll grow on me. And, and maybe like, I just need to get used to the controls after spending, you know, 15 hours and 64 or whatever, but it's just not hitting me the same way. I'm, I'm disappointed so far. <laughs> Dang. Definitely. I,
0: so like that was one of those games where like, the GameCube was at circuit city and you could go up and like, it hadn't come out yet. And I got to like play around in it. And I was like, dang, I need a GameCube." And I, once you master like using all of the different abilities of the flood, I think it's really cool. Mm-hmm. But I do think like looking back as a person who's played more of the 3d Mario's since then, it feels like an outlier. Um, I do like, I'm really excited for like, if I do keep, sticking along with the all-stars after i beat 64 like i think it'll be awesome to have that tropical vacation vibe when it's like the middle of winter in wisconsin and (laughs) covid is keeping everyone from being able to visit friends any like on top of winter i think it'll be like a good vibe um
1: yeah i do like all i do like the vibe i like the art style i like some of the concepts like jumping into the graffiti is pretty cool um The fact that you kind of have to like find, uh, I guess, which would be the like the portals, like the equivalent of the pictures of 64 is kind of cool. It's like a little mini boss fight to even get the level open. Yeah. So there's yeah, there's a there's promise in there. I just I think if I started with Sunshine, I would like it more.
0: (laughs) No, I definitely understand. And I think it's been a while since I revisited it. I was I think it was five years ago. I had a roommate who was replaying it. Um, I never made it past a specific level that was like really challenging for me at the time that I did play it growing up. Mm -hmm. And I frankly, like when I've replayed it, I haven't been able to make it past that specific boss fight. I don't think. Um, but I still like it a lot. It definitely isn't like near the top of the list of like 3d Mario games, but it's like in such good company on that list that it's hard to like fault it for sure for me. For sure. I think that's going to do it for our short, mostly Nintendo podcast. Whoop, whoop. Um, and also <laughs> for episode 66 of the mostly normal gamers podcast. I'm Chris Stern and you can find me at VG Occasion on Twitter. That is AJ ID who can be found conveniently enough at AJ underscore ID, which is
1: at AJ underscore E I D E. It's true. You can find me there. Also, I just wanted to say, I think next week we're going to hit more on like the pre-orders and stuff like that. Uh, we wanted to make sure we had a full crew so that we can get a good conversation on that stuff.
0: Yes. No spoilers, but I think all of us succeeded. Success. <laughs> you can find the podcast on Twitter at MNGamersPodcast. You can send us emails at podcast at MostlyNormalGamers.com. And you can subscribe to that newsletter Uh, both at our website, mostlynormalgamers.com or at mngamers.substack.com. Thanks for listening in and hearing us uh, wax nostalgic about the greatest re-release of 2020. It's a me, Mario. (laughs) Oh, that was good. Um, (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And thank you for joining us for our weird mini Super Mario Bros. Super Show. (laughs)
1: It's good. It's good. I wish I could make the coin sound.
0: Um, Everybody, go play some games, specifically Mario.
1: Do it. Play games. Bye. Bye. <laughs>